You're listening to Consider This, episode 279, for January 27th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. If you are looking for a podcast with conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less, have I got good news for you. This is the award-winning podcast, Consider This, and it fits all your requirements. I'm Doug Payton, here to hopefully meet all your expectations. It's what I do. If you have something specific or general to say to me, the website will give you all sorts of ways to do that. Come to considerthis.ctpodcasting.com and your expectations will be met. That's CT as in commuting traffic, which is where some of you are probably listening. A border wall without the wall, and some attempts to save women's sports. That's coming up. First, some old news. Listener Phil sent a message to me with a screenshot of where he shared the last episode on his timeline, thanks Phil, and where his sister made a comment. Now recall that I talked about a graphic tweeted out by the Socialist Party of Britain which said, Capitalism, where you wait for healthcare, socialism, where healthcare waits for you. She said, quote, There is no medicine waiting for people in Venezuela. There is no medicine for the people even if they could afford it. So I have to disagree with your post. Close quote. I appreciate the humor. And this comes from someone who is married to a Venezuelan, and his parents still live there. She knows of what she speaks. And remember, it was Bernie Sanders who once said that you are more likely to live the American dream there than you would here. Yeah, well, keep dreaming. Very early in the Trump administration, I mentioned here that just by campaigning on stricter illegal immigration laws, the Donald had managed to curtail illegal crossings. Just three months into his presidency, and with no legislation, illegal crossings dropped dramatically. That didn't last long. Once they realized that Democrats had their back, especially with those sanctuary cities, the illegals were back in full force. But over the past few months, illegal border crossings have been plummeting again. Why? Well, because Trump is now aligning our asylum laws with our refugee laws. When refugees from another country request asylum here, we don't fly them over here and then determine whether they can stay. They are given a place to stay in-country until they're cleared. Then they're allowed in. Contrary to this procedure, the process on the southern border was to let those claiming asylum to have a court date given to them and released into the country. But with the massive surge of illegals that began taking advantage of this, it created a security and a humanitarian crisis on the border. About a year ago, the Department of Homeland Security created the Migrant Protection Protocols. Basically, instead of coming into this country to await their hearing, they wait in Mexico, where the Mexican government provides for them. With this and similar agreements reached with other Central American countries in recent months, the numbers of those trying to cross illegally have again dropped in a big way. As an example, arrests in the Border Patrol's Yuma sector in Arizona hit 14,000 last May, but in October that number was less than 800, 
a 94% drop. And it stayed at that level ever since. So my question is, if all these people are really seeking asylum, why do the numbers drop like this when they stay in Mexico rather than being released here? I think what's happening is that those willing to wait in Mexico are the real asylum seekers. The others realize that if they get caught, they can't just shout asylum and stay here anyway. People respond to incentives. Take away that incentive and behavior changes. A wall is still a good idea, but in the meantime, so is this. This is Eric Erickson. You're listening to the 10 Minute or Less Conservative Podcast. Consider this. In response to what can only be described as the beginning of the end of women's sports, Republican lawmakers in New Hampshire, Washington, Georgia, Tennessee, and Missouri have bills in the pipeline that would require public school athletes to compete according to their biological sex as opposed to their gender identities. Yes, welcome to the 21st century where we have to enact legislation requiring that only women can play women's sports. Critics, and you know what side of the political aisle they're on, say that the legislation is unnecessary and could raise constitutional concerns about due process and discrimination. Yes, welcome to the 21st century, where biology could raise constitutional concerns. Uh, Tell me again which party claims to be the party of science. Ben Shapiro had a great Twitter response to a Time magazine tweet. Time was quoting one of their editorials about Elizabeth Warren and the Democratic presidential contenders when they said this, quote, Wanting a woman to rise to the top of an almost all-male pack is not a position that needs defending. What should be defended is the uncritical desire to elect yet another man to a position that 45 men and zero women have held. Close quote. Shapiro dropped a two-word reply that correctly sets that statement against the backdrop of the culture. He said, quote, define woman, close quote. <laughs> I mean, who knows, this might be the last presidential election we get the chance to vote for a biological woman. Jockeying for the position of first woman president might mean we get Josephine Biden or Bernice Sanders. I have a feeling that at some point in the near term, the Supreme Court will have to weigh in on this. And having already decreed that the definition of marriage that has existed since forever had to change, it'll find itself, as a consequence, painted into the corner of having to decree that the definitions of male and female that have existed since forever have to change. Chip away at these foundations for whatever good reasons you desire. And soon the building collapses, even if it wasn't your intention. Another way of saying that is the slope. It is slippery. And finally, you may be aware that I'm a Christian, based partly on my opinions and partly because I've sometimes said so. Well, just to toot my own horn here and hopefully encourage others, I want to mention that I decided to read through the entire Bible, cover to cover, but I didn't want to have to stick to a timeline, so I just decided to read through the Bible in however long it took me. Turns out, at my pace, it took about three years. It's good to be able to say I've done it, 
and it helped me keep a semi-consistent time that I would set aside. I have plans for this time now to do more of a deeper dive, but I've set the habit, which for me is more than half the battle. Anyway, just a personal note. Send me your notes with your thoughts on these or other topics. What about the new asylum laws? Do you think we might not need a physical border wall if these procedures stay in force? And what do you think would happen if the Supreme Court got a case regarding transgendered women in sports? Let me know by calling 267-CALL-CT-0-267-225-5280, writing to considerthis at ctpodcasting.com, or visiting the website considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. Links to everything I referred to and a transcript of everything I said are all there waiting for you. Well, to build or not to build, that is the question, and we can consider this. <laughs>